Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome back, everybody, to the Friends in Recovery podcast. I'm your host, Jersey Ed, along with my co-host, Tiffany, and Bambi B as our special special co-host today. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Tiff, where are you? That is not a virtual background. No, it is not a virtual background right now. I am at a car show. It's one of the, it's the biggest in Minnesota. It's a very big deal. Um, And it's called, um, oh my gosh, now I'm having a blank, of course. Well, I'll come (laughs) back to it. But anyway, uh, it's awesome. It's called Street Machine Nationals. And we have one, two, we have a, um, let's see, a Cuda here, a Barracuda, a Dodge Challenger, we have an Aston Martin, a Ferrari, two wow. customs, one's a Studebaker, one's a Ford F1 1948. Wow. And many other cars here, like about five more. So wow. we're pushing iron here. Nice, nice. And <laughs> talking and to a lot of people. That's it. You know, guys, I'm not gonna wait, okay, till our sober shout outs because this does this this requires some special attention right now. I want to wish Tiffany a happy three-year anniversary, okay? And and I will wish her another happy three-year anniversary on the silver shout-outs, but we got to get it in <laughs> right away because Tiffany is a huge part of Friends and Recovery, a huge part of the show. And, um, you know, uh, this whole community learned a lot from Tiffany and Tiffany learned a lot from this whole community, like a also. Lot. But, you know, we have to recognize it. And Tiff, you know... Um, I'm I'm blessed to have you on the show. Um, the listeners are blessed that the knowledge that you've taken in for the last three years of your life, you know, um, it's just amazing. So congratulations, Tip. We love you. And and uh, let's let's hope there's another 33 years beyond that, too. So yeah, absolutely. Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This show absolutely. has been a big part of my recovery, not just friends in recovery, which saved my life back during, um, you know, the 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 COVID shutdown yeah. of everything when I was just getting involved in my sober community and then couldn't go anymore. And I'm so thankful for this podcast because that's what led me to everything and saved my life. Yeah. Absolutely. Made such a difference. I learned from everybody every day and especially this year where we in depth have gone through each step. Oh, it's oh been God. such an awesome, awesome process. So absolutely. I'm so excited to be absolutely. here and happy and thankful and all sorts of different words. Thanks, Tiff. Thanks. And Wonderful. Bambi, of course, Bambi's been co-hosting. We we are um, probably, I shouldn't say probably, we're going to bring Bambi on full time for our co-hosting because she's just been doing an amazing job. And Tiff and I spoke about it. Um, and here's the great thing about this, right, guys? And, and we all only have one day at a time here. Um, but, you know, I have some years up there. Tiffany's kind of in the middle and Bambi is, is a newcomer. I mean, she has what? Six months. This, six this months. Yeah. This month. So, well, and she was a raving fan. Like she, I was, yes. right? Yes. So, oh my God. Yeah. You know, can you imagine like Bambi, how different is your recovery since you went to Genesis house and are in friends in recovery now and so involved in the community? I know that that service that I did in the beginning saved my life and we're really 
really happy to have you here from your perspective. So. Oh my gosh. When you and Ed, actually the two of you came to Genesis house and promoted oh, yeah. kind of promoted us, the friends in recovery. Um, I, I didn't ever work the steps. I didn't work a program and you guys truly have saved my life. I mean, being connected with this community is key. If anyone is listening to this and hasn't connected with friends in recovery, I'm telling you, that is the key to maintaining sobriety and really developing some deep friendships and loves and, and connections. It's amazing. It's incredible, right? Uh, incredible. Like I, I, I swore to myself that I would never be a, friend, a part of a community. I would never do the steps. <laughs> I said that, right? And, you know, it's a cult. Behold, a is a cult. It is a cult. I told you last week, Ed, that yeah. my brother came on just because of this weird thing. And I talk about this Ed and Tiffany and all these people. And he I, he wanted to see that. OK, who is this cult leader here that's um, got my sister brainwashed, you know, but brainwashed in an amazing way. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, but but so let's let's. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about step seven in a minute. And, and this is kind of a segue into it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I just figured I'd throw that in there. But um, I do want to say that, you know, Friends of Recovery saved a lot of lives, including mine, too, because of the pandemic. And here's the thing now, guys, I'm, I'm trying, I tip you missed the last show because of some technical stuff. Really, her dog ran away. Well, That's what it was. But <laughs> in the middle, like right as I was getting on the show. Yes, exactly. So that's why Tiff was not on last week, but she's here this week. But, um, you know, one thing we we neglected to, to do is to give it a phone number. So I'm giving out my personal cell phone number now. Um, and if you have if you want to talk, if you want to reach out, if you want to ask questions, if you have questions about recovery, if you want to get into recovery, if you want treat, whatever it is, if you want to talk about friends of recovery. Call me 215-694-1994 and Carl. Put I'll it up give here. out my personal one too. There you go. Go ahead. Because that's how I contacted. I wanted to make sure that this friends and recovery podcast and all this stuff was real. Yep. And I, I called that Ed's phone number and I hung up on him when he answered. Anyway, <laughs> she did. She did. And then I did four other steps of verification because I don't trust people because <laughs> I'm an addict, right? Um, and a product of my environment. But my phone number is 952 952- Six eight eight one zero nine two. If anybody wants to talk about friends recovery or recovery in general or needs help, whatever you yeah. want to talk about, yeah. and they'll appear on the screen. Talk about recovery. Just call. That's it. Just call. Whatever it is you want to say hello. Just call. Now you got you got connection to to two people. Um, they'll go in the show notes. You'll see them in the show notes also. If you couldn't write this down quick enough, uh, I do want to like I like to thank all of our donors who made this show possible. We are on a donation um, basis. Pro, pro, uh, we're we're, don we're donation based now. So if you would like to make a donation, please Venmo us at uh, Friends in Recovery Enterprises, and you go under business. You search under business, and it'll come up. Um, whatever you feel in your heart to donate, we appreciate it because this is solely running on donations now, nothing else. So dollar, dollar, dollar. I don't care. And yeah, send a dollar. A thousand people send yep. a dollar. It's, I it's, did that while when I could afford only dollar yep. or five dollars. That's what I did. Yep, exactly, exactly. And one other thing, Friends in Recovery is now part of the Fire Network. Carl could put that little Fire Network thing up right here. Um, and the Fire Network is a um, a group of podcasts that um, that come under one umbrella under the Fire Network, 
and we're starting to collect more and more people. And once the website is up and running, that's where the fire network will lit will live. And we recommend, we recommend you to go to our, our, um, our, uh, fa our Facebook page, our, um, our, our uh, website and get the, uh, get the fire network and, and listen to other podcasts. Silverpot is part of our fire network. Now, Carl and, and myself put this fire network together um, and we are running with it and it's taking off. We have more and more people getting on the fire network. So if you would like any more information, please email me at help, uh, help at friends and recovery podcast.com or info at soberpod.com and one of us will get back to you if you have a podcast and you want to get on the fire network please join us um that would be great uh one other thing before we uh i turn the show over to tip about all of our meetings and everything um we're coming up with our roar trip um august 26th to the 28th if you guys remember last year roar stands for recovery on a raft Last year, we did a 72-mile um, kayak trip, um, a bunch of people in recovery, four of us in recovery. It was a five-day trek down the Delaware River, um, self, all, all self-supported. We had to bring our own food, our own water, everything, and we, we sustained ourselves for, for five days on the Delaware, and it was a wonderful trip. This year, we're going to shorten it down to about 50 miles, and it's going to be August 26th through the 28th. Um, I will be sending out the 28th. 26th through the 28th of August. I will be sending out um, Facebook live stuff um, on here and all that. So uh, I'll keep you updated. Um, it's going to be a, a 50 mile trip. So all everybody, there's about five or six of us going right now, everybody in recovery. So I'll give you an update on, on all that. Uh, this week's topic is getting personal guys step seven. So stay tuned some for stay tuned for some amazing recovery. I know we spoke a lot before. Now we're going to get into step seven very soon, and we're going to get personal. But there's a lot of stuff that we have to get it, you know, get out there to you guys. Um, the literature Bambi's going to be using the twelve step, a spiritual journey. Tiff is using her personal experience, um, and I'm going to probably use, definitely use the daily reflections, the twelve and twelve, and maybe the life uh, recovery workbook. And I also have been reading this this book called A Better Way of Better Way to Think. Um, Norman Wright, H. Norman Wright wrote it. It's a really good book and, and it, it's not a recovery book, but it pertains a lot to the 12 steps. So while you're trying to dig up your literature, uh, we're going to go through some shout outs, Tiff with three years. That's my shout out. Um, Bambi, I know you got a lot. Congratulations, Tiff again. I know Bambi, you got a lot of shout outs. What do you well, have? I've got, I've got Jimmy H is six months this, um, this month and wow. Felicia G is six months this month. So, um, also we have a one monther that is, um, really been a friend in recovery. Um, Cindy C. So she's Cindy. got a month this month. So, all right. All right. And, uh, Tiff, do you have any I just wanted to give a sober shout out, of course, to Street Machine Nationals and, of course, to Karviki for, you know, we have uh, some up and coming stuff for connected with Friends in Recovery and we're they're promoting us on the main stage today. And on top of that, um, you know, I think there might be something in the near future about a car giveaway or something. All right, I'm not sure. all right. well, well, we'll stay tuned for that. So um, one other thing, too, guys, is uh, Bambi and I experienced something really amazing the other night on a meeting right Absolutely. so so there's this guy with his accent and some of you guys some of you 
earlier listeners might know Chris Cudahy. He didn't have an accent like Chris. He had he had this South African accent, right? And his name was Harold. And uh, he said he was from Friends in Recovery. I'm like, what? We're all like <laughs> scratching. Like, what is going on here? So apparently, just to let everybody know, and I told Harold we would talk about it, that there's a uh, Friends in Recovery SA, South Africa group, South right? Africa. Yep, yep. And somehow our our times for friends and recovery meetings and their times got mixed up. So God moment or coincidence, I don't know, you call it what you want. Harold came on to one of our meetings and we just made a great friend. And, and it was just amazing, right? So I want to give a shout out to Harold and please go look on, on the AA website for Friends in Recovery SA South Africa and attend their meetings. I will be speaking on their meeting. Um, I'll get the date and we'll put the it in, in the show The last Saturday of um, this month. The last Saturday of this month. Okay. Yes. All right. Four o'clock at four yes. o'clock. So yes. we'll have the link in the show notes, guys. Uh, Bambi, make sure we'll, we'll get those links yes. and put it in the show notes. Um, so you guys can see, uh, you know, it's stop by and, and listen and whatever. So just a big shout out to friends in recovery, South Africa, yeah, <laughs> Harold he, he's a, and everybody he was else. a great guy. And he thought that we were a scam. He said, I came on this meeting because I thought you guys were up to small duggery. He said, <laughs> Oh my God. But we, we actually stayed on almost two hours after the meeting, talking to him. We he did. was a great guy, him. And I forgot his, the other woman's name. She texted me. What was her name? Uh, um, Janet. Was it Trish? Trish. Maybe it was Trish. Yes. Yeah. But a shout out to, to everybody over there. Um, Tiff, uh, speaking of meetings, uh, what do you have for the United States Friends in Recovery meetings? The United <laughs> States Friends in Recovery meetings are held at uh, noon and 7 p.m. daily. Uh, you can find us on the, um, of course, AA Intergroup website, or you can join us and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Don't forget us on Facebook community. Uh, and, you know, that really will help you be in the loop for all meetings, all activities, all adventures, all the things that you need to know. So join us and follow us there. Like us. We're, of course, on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all of those other social media platforms. And um, I've heard that friendsinrecoverycommunity.org is going to be up and running so you will be able to find Yay. those on there shortly as yes, well so i'm yes. so excited yay absolutely a new place back to, to the live newsroom, Ed. back to the library <laughs> back to the library that's right i'm i'm coming i'm coming from the the library i was studying step seven today so i figured i'd sit in the library today instead of the podcast studio what so. is step seven again <laughs> step seven before i get into step seven I do want to ask the question of the week, guys. I do want to ask the question of the week. So listen, there's only so much you can talk about step seven, step six. We have to fill this show with other things. All right, guys. So no, I'm just kidding. We can probably go on a whole month every day talking about the steps. But um, I do want to ask the question of the week. And here it is. Question of the week. There. Okay. What brand? toothpaste and flavor do you use ladies what brand toothpaste and flavor do you use i figure we just get that out there just to find out because that's kind of personal man like that's like something we do in our bathroom behind closed doors right and that's about as personal as that we're going to get at, the, at this point so <laughs> but <laughs> but i you know I, i'm always fascinated to hear what kind of like 
toothpaste people use it because I'm like, I'm always kind of trying to, you know, it's like recovery. Am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I using the right toothpaste? Right. You know, am I getting complacent with my toothpaste? <laughs> Seriously, this is the shit I think. All right. So Tiff, what kind of toothpaste do you use and what brand toothpaste do you use and what flavor? Well, first of all, that would require me to brush my teeth. I told you I don't do that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I spent a lot of money on this smile as an adult. So uh, I take care of my teeth. But actually, you know what I found? And this is kind of interesting. I was over brushing my teeth. Mm. And I didn't know like the older you get. And of course, the more drugs you use, you know, it damages your gums mm -hmm. and your body. But anyway, uh, I used I use Crest Pro Health. Crest it's Pro white need. It's recommended by the dentist. It takes care of your gums. It's the best toothpaste I've ever, ever found. They have many different flavors. I like the mint, um, but it has whitening. Pro Health is good for your gums. It's good for everything. So if you're old like me and have like receding <laughs> gums and need to take care of your, your oral health, which is yes. very important, I found yes. out, for your yes. heart and all sorts of different things, mm -hmm. um, use Crest Pro Health. All right, Crest Pro Health. Tiff is a Crest Pro Health girl. How about you, Bambi? What 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 brand toothpaste? And well, I agree. It has to be Crest. It has to be a Crest, and, and I use, and it can only be cinnamon. So the cinnamon whitening. Wow, that is my um, go-to. Wow, gotta whitening. have cinnamon. Cinnamon. I never heard of cinnamon. Cinnamon. Wow. Yes, yeah. I used to oh. use that when I was a kid. Cinnamon. I am not cinnamon. a cinnamon guy. I don't like cinnamon. I don't like cinnamon in my anything. I'm not a cinnamon guy. I, I can't even handle it. I, I'm not a fan of like uh, Thanksgiving because that cinnamon crap comes out. It's, oh God. Anyway. Oh, you're missing you, out, Ed. I know, yeah. I know. So so two crest, crest people, right? So Felicia says, Colgate, all my life, Felicia P., uh, Colgate all my life in Facebook. She says, uh, never a crest girl. Ooh. All right. Going against the grain there. I like oh, and that. Felicia's on. She probably, she just joined. She probably missed her sober shout out for the month. She so we did give a did. shout out to Felicia yes, for her absolutely. six months. And absolutely. Congratulations, Felicia. And you guys Congratulations, ask, Felicia. Did you ask what what does Jersey Ed what use? What does Jersey, Jersey Ed, Ed use? <laughs> well, thanks for asking, guys. <laughs> um, my brand is Tom's of Maine, the Freshman Rapid Relief Sensitive, right? So for the longest time, like my grandfather used to use some smelly, disgusting toothpaste. Like I used to remember I used to walk in a the bathroom and it always said sensitive on it. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, he's, he's old. He's, you sensodyne. know, yeah, sensodyne, something like whatever it was. Right. Definitely. But I, I, I forgot what it was, but anyways, so I, for the last at least 15 years, guys, I've been using a sensitive toothpaste. It was because of, because <laughs> I could used to curse my grandfather in that bathroom when I used to go in. Right. But I do have sensitive teeth. So I have to use Is this sensitive the same teeth. grandfather that found your glasses that you had hid in the grass? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. God. Yes. I love my grandfather. Matter of fact, I got a tattoo of them right here. Nanny and pop. They, they're near oh, and dear to my heart. So amazing. yeah. 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 So, but all right. So guys, so let's, uh, if anybody in Facebook live, if you guys want to put your, your favorite toothpaste in there, we'll read it, but let's get on to step seven. Step seven has absolutely nothing to do with toothpaste. Okay. Well, it might, because when you, when you take care of yourself, you brush your teeth. When you use, I usually found out I didn't brush my teeth. So, um, so, and, and tip, you're right. Taking, um, 
oral hygiene has a lot to do with keeping your body in really good shape, your stomach, yes. your everything. I mean, even just bad breath. How Especially many times when you're I, pregnant. Did you know that too? No. They want you to go to the dentist extra times during pregnancy. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because your, 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 your germs in your mouth, you're putting this food in your mouth. You know, I, I'll put a piece of paper on your mouth and, you know, it's like, yeah, where's that paper been? I don't know. Right. You know, who knows? So, but, um, but step seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. And we've been talking about that last week. We, we, we had a, a clinical look at it and we um, kind of really went pretty deep into it as far as the clinical piece goes. So this week, we're gonna talk about just the personal piece. And if you guys wanna chime in on Facebook Live, please let us know what you do, how you do it, when you do it, where you do it, and why you do it. So humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings, guys. I get on my knees every morning and I ask God, I pick out one of my shortcomings or my character defects or my flaws or whatever it is. And the one that I know has been acting up daily, right? Or maybe that day or whatever. And I ask God just to remove it, right? Just to remove it. It's usually fear or perfectionism. Tiff, and, Tiff, you and I have these, we share these same traits along with probably a thousand, 10 million other people. But, um, but it is, it is my, my biggest um, character defect or my shortcoming is, is fear and perfectionism, right? And um, I have to get on my knees every morning. And does it go away? Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but it relieves it for the moment. Number one, if I can get two minutes of relief for it, that's 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 progress, right? And if I can remember how I got those two minutes of relief by praying, maybe during the day I'll stop and say a quick prayer. I know God. I know I should be thinking this, or I know you know maybe I should be thinking differently, or whatever the the main thing is, whatever the thing is, the shortcomings I I, I ask them to remove. And here's the thing that I notice about shortcomings, ladies. And please, you know, kind of let me know what you guys think about this. Most of my shortcomings start in my fucking head, between my oh, ears, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, and, definitely. And definitely. I, yeah, and, and then I just project them out into everybody that gets walks past me. And it's not fair because it starts in my head. It doesn't belong in my head. It shouldn't be in my head. But then I project them onto people, uh, you know, people, places and things. And then I get anxiety. I get crazy i get you know whatever it is so that's my little bit of personal kind of um touch i need on, to jump in there about your personal stuff sure because you there. and i are pretty connected and know a lot about our you know our shortcomings because yes we hear them a lot uh, some are similar some are not but here's the nice thing about being part of a community like this and when you have connect personal connections when i see these creep up in ed i have the ability to say Ed, put that aside. That's a shortcoming, right? So oh, yeah. You do not need to be insecure. You need to feel good about yourself, right? Yep. You are very great, you know, and all these positive things because you have a lot of self-doubt sometimes and mm. some insecurities. I also have fear of disappointing people mm -hmm. I because of how I was raised by addicts and alcoholics. I don't want to disappoint anyone. That would mm. be like the biggest, I, I just can't stand it. And I, when I feel... I, I'll, I'll call Chris through today. Are you sure I'm doing a good job? Are you sure that this, do you think I did this right? Because I'm constantly afraid of disappointing somebody. That yeah. would be so terrible. I want everything yeah. to go great. Um, but the more I pray about it, again, I ask for, for this every morning mm -hmm. is as one of the things that I pray about too in the morning. Um, but when they creep up during the day, I am able now 
to put a stop to them, you know, uh, do a, a quick prayer, talk about it, you know, work through it, call Ed, do whatever. Uh, and he calls it out on me because he knows I don't trust people. That's my other biggest thing. I do not trust. Mm -hmm. And I've had to work on that and work on it and work on it. I still do. And, um, you know, it's, it's been so liberating having these connections and working on these steps. I don't have to carry all this crap and this weight mm -hmm. anymore. I can get through it, talk to somebody about it and just continue to ask God to help me take them away. And if I notice new ones, I do that too. I, love I like, it. I, I like, I don't have to carry the crap anymore. That's what it is. It's fucking crap, guys. That's all it is. It's shit in our brain that shouldn't be there. And, and we have to get rid of it. And that's where it starts. It, then it manifests into different, different pieces in our life. And then it complicates shit. But think about it. It starts in our brain. And like Tiffany said, and, and baby, I'll let you get, you know, you can answer the, that, that you, you can answer the question next but um like tiffany says she calls me out on it immediately so it doesn't go further and that's what friends in recovery do we we help each other out stop it you know and sometimes i'm like who the fuck are you to tell me to fucking stop it right like that's in my brain but that's the that's another character defect yeah. that's another shortcoming but then i gotta stop and say you know what she's looking out for my best interest mm -hmm. and i gotta stop that crap you know what i mean and i stop it and then i just let it go no resentments no nothing but you gotta you gotta really work these steps to understand if somebody like tiffany comes at you and says checks you on your on your shit you know what i mean so bambi i know you're only six months into this how would you feel if somebody came up to you and said that? I knew you have really good recovery, but how would you feel in six months into this? Would you would you be hurt? Would you be, you know, kind of like, like what, what's well, your feelings on this? It actually and, and it just happened to me. And it, again, it's all these connections. And, and Tiff has this connection through Friends in Recovery with you. I mean, it's the connections that we form that help us through that. And I know my sponsor just the other day, I was so angry and I was, telling her how wonderful I was doing with this and that. And she just kind of put me in my spot and said, but what are you doing? You know, mm -hmm. and don't you see that you're being controlling and don't mm -hmm. you see that that's one of your biggest character defects and you're doing it again. But I, I, I'm saying, but I'm using I statement. She said, well, you're being assertive, but you're still <laughs> being damn controlling. So yeah. You know, but it's the connections that you form so people can point those out to you that are so very important. Exactly. I don't know if you're at this point yet, Bambi, and maybe you are. I, I see it. You know, um, I know you have a great relationship and a supportive spouse. I know uh, Ed does too, and I do as well. Yeah, yeah. And they've learned through, so much through this process, you know, and working together. But having that close support person works too. I, it is different. Now, my husband is a normie, just like Ed's wife is a normie. Mm -hmm. And so they don't understand a lot. So there's those certain pieces. I can't just solely rely on him. But I like that it has furthered our relationship. It's helped us understand each other better. Um, we've both grown through this entire process. We just talked yesterday. I, I, you know, Chris was like, I, I can't believe how much our life has changed in three years because of this and because mm. of these steps. And especially this one, especially this one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this, this can, this can make or break your recovery at this point. If you think about it, all that hard work that you did up until this point, if you can't get over your shortcomings or, or, or stop your character defects or bring them down a notch or two, or here it is, just get humble. If you can't get humble at this point, 
I'm not saying you're going to drink, but you're going to have a pretty um, fucking miserable life from this point on, you know, and humbling yourself. It says I want, I want to read on um, on July 12th. It's uh, on page 202 of the um, the Daily Reflections. Um, it, it's uh, giving up uh, center stage and underneath uh, it says, why do I balk at the word humility? I am not humbling myself towards other people, but towards God, as I understand him. Humility means to show submissive respect. And by um, by being humble, I realize I am not the center of the universe. Right. I am not the center of the universe. And and I think I read that on last week's show, too. But it stands out to me. And maybe I didn't. But it stands out to me hugely because if I don't humble myself, I'm just going to be that miserable. We, we call it dry drunk. Right. You guys yeah. know what that term is. Right. Dry drunk. Um, and that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a dry junk. And are there times that I was, I was, I, I should it's probably a dry drunk at times. Yeah, absolutely. Because I wasn't working a program or I wasn't going to meetings or I wasn't talking to my sponsor. I was being an asshole. I think you become an asshole first, right? That's the fucking warning sign. Asshole, 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 and then dry drunk, right? <laughs> and then, and then you go and, and you, uh, you end up, um, relapsing but thank god i didn't get down all the way down the road but we got to be careful guys if we don't humble ourselves if we don't take this step seven seriously i think you know my sponsor always tells me eddie step six and seven are the most two important steps you know i mean obviously every step is important but if you have to get these down you have to be humble you have to learn how to be okay with so, somebody telling you're right somebody telling you're wrong you know um all i never those, thought i was self-centered either I did not when I was drinking. I thought yeah. I was so helpful. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't think of anybody Absolutely. else. You know, I didn't think of myself. I always was everybody else, but it wasn't. It was all about me. Mm -hmm. And I like what you say. I like what Andy says. I don't have to show up at every conversation. Yeah. I don't have to. Yes. And it has made me such develop as a human with my listening skills, able to understand people. And people can relate to me and they actually like me more. Mm. You yes. know? Yes. I, yes. I, you know, I just love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And and so and, and Kathy here says Kathy uh, Camden Kathy says uh, ego is the opposite of humility, right? That is so true. Thank you for saying yes. that, Kathy. Because when when first of all, ego edging got out. Um, you know that that's you know it's all about me. The you know, the world revolves around me. Um, I can remember the first time that somebody really humbled me. Right. And I told this story plenty of times on the show is when I was in in that that um, 7 p.m. meeting in South River, New Jersey at um, the Foglifters. And for a year, I always said, my wife, my wife, I want my wife back. I want my wife back. Right. So finally, finally, the guy, the old timer that was there got sick of it. And it was a beginner's meeting. And he said, Ed, she's not coming back. Shut the fuck up and let's move on. Right. And I, I hated that guy. I really did. And then when I got out of the meeting, I realized that guy loved me enough to tell me that. Right. But it was my ego, my pride, my thinking, right. My thinking, what did I say earlier? It's my thinking where it starts. Yeah, right. Always. And then I had to really stop and say, you know what, that guy's right. And I tell you what, the healing that I had from that moment on, when I understood about humility and, and, and being humbled, saying, OK, I shouldn't be talking like this anymore. I, you know, this gentleman just kind of called me out on it. The healing went off the charts for me. Did you notice it charts. right away there or oh, did it take 
Days or years or no, immediately. You know how I notice it, Tiff? I notice it because I thought the guy was a jerk off. Yeah. Right? I thought he was a jerk off, just like you. When you put me in my place, fuck her. But you know what? I don't say that. I don't, but that's you know, that's that's that oh, you get that feeling, right? Fuck her or jerk off. He's an idiot. But there, there's a reason why your body's telling you that and your mind's telling you that and you're you're reacting to that. Yes. Because you're not humble. Maybe you're not humbling yourself or maybe you're not listening or maybe you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And that's when humility steps in. Well, and, and that's we're when- pretty raw with each other. You know, you make these connections. Ed and I are close enough that I can even say to him, fuck off, Ed, you're doing something. Don't do this. You piss me to fuck off. And we get very passionate <laughs> and on the phone and yes. loud, right? Yeah. And yeah. other people around us hearing that maybe would think something real bad, like thought we were fighting and we're not. We're not. Like, mm-hmm. this is like- we know, but we've had to open those lines of communication and say, you know, we can talk to each other. And we've even had to tell our spouses, when you hear us like this, right? It's because that's how we thrive. And we're working off of each other and helping each other grow. We're not mad or angry. Yeah. But from the outside perspective, if you don't explain that, or if we do that in public, which we have done, you know, people oh, yeah. can get scared. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, be open and honest and, and self-aware. You know, yes. and aware of your surroundings. So, well, that's I, that's that's the part where you have to be humble and you have to be um, you have to understand that it's not coming from a, a place of hurt. It's coming from a place of love. And that's never. the important part of it. Yes. And and sometimes I get butt hurt and and I, I you know, walk away like it takes me sometimes a little bit longer to heal. And that's not just with you, Tiff. That's with my wife. That's with everything. You know, I maybe even work or, you know. You know, I remember, and I, and I shared this in, in the past, I remember, guys, that up until about age 12, 13, 11, maybe somewhere around there, I thought I was right at everything, everything I said, everything I did. And then then I started hearing people saying, you're wrong, this isn't right, that isn't right. I'm like, what the fuck, really? Like, really? I'm like, this is crazy. I'm always right. right. Yeah, always right. You, I read a crazy statistic the other day, all right? By the time we're... Uh, I think seven or eight, we heard the word no over 200,000 times in our life. Is that crazy? Right? Is that crazy? But we, we think we're right. Like, and, and that's you that know age. How many kids I have? That means I've said <laughs> no so many times. I know. Right? You're good at that word. I know. I know. But that word humbles us, sometimes can set us back a little bit. Some, you know, that word no, like it doesn't mean it. it you know, I, I was just thinking about 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 this the other, yesterday when I was reading this about the show. No is a hurtful word. Mommy, can I have ice cream? No. No. Well, why? Because yeah. you know, you we we just you just had candy. You know, we we sometimes you can't process that, and that's when humility has to come in. Not at that age, but but we have to understand that. But you know, I've taught I I do recognize. I am so interesting. You brought this up because the ki- kids don't like to hear that. I don't mm-hmm. like to hear that. No. So no one does a lot no. of automatic responses. No, you know, and then you're like, why did I say that? Right. Yeah. So I now have tried to not say no. I say, yes, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Right. How about if we make a plan or a time or set a time, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, more of a discussion. Cause I'm trying not to use that word. Cause you're right. It is negative. It is. It is very negative. I don't like it, it. Yeah. 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 And, and it, and it could hurt. Yeah. That's very progressive thinking. Yeah, yeah. And it could hurt, especially a young kid, even even me. Uh, you know, hey, you want to go out to dinner tonight? No. 
What do you mean? No, you know? So, right. so that's where the humility to humbling has to come in and say, okay, well, why honey? Why don't you want to go out to dinner tonight? Well, I don't feel good. Oh, well, that's a good, that's, that's a good reason to say no, right? That's yeah. a good reason to say no. And, and just because we get butthurt or somebody says no to us or rejects us, there might be a reason behind it. And again, that's that humility. And we may not ever find out the reason guys, right? We may not find the reason out why, you know, um, you know well, why, why? Here's the flip side of that. Through this process before the steps, before sobriety, I didn't, like I just told you, I don't like to disappoint people. So I didn't say no mm -hmm. to a lot of things I should have mm -hmm. because I just wanted to be a people pleaser. I didn't mm -hmm. want to rock the boat. Right. I didn't want to do anything. Right. Yeah, and now, right. you know, other than using that word, I've learned through this step to set healthy boundaries. Right. And also the self-awareness of my communication now. I'm able to deliver that message differently than just a hard no, yeah. right? You know, uh, but I if I have to do that, trust me, if you're going to in any way, shape or form affect me, my family or my sobriety, mm -hmm. there's going to be a hard ass no. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are boundaries we have to set, you know, um, you know, I mean, there are definitely boundaries that we have to set as far as, as that goes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you with that. But we also have to think these things through. And also when the no is being said to us, we have to understand it too. So I see uh, Chris there. What's he up, Chris? He wants to chime in. Hey, Chris, what's going on? About saying no. A lot of times, uh, I, I paid, my life changed because she said no to me when she started uh, doing her recovery so it was mm. more it was a challenge for me because i had my own way she is a people pleaser and uh it was a really hard change like mm. like hard like i mean from whatever i asked she did to mm. no i'm gonna take some self-worth here and it was like uh, yes and it was like no i'm not putting you first i sometimes had to put myself first yeah, yeah. and it was like noticeable like in one day so yeah. And that's coming from insight on that. <laughs> yeah. And that's coming from the loved one. Like Chris, Chris is the yeah. loved one just, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes, but you, but Chris, we were talking about how it's um, how, how saying no is saying yes, sometimes to ourselves. That's number one. Number two, that we have to respect when they say no, and we have to understand they're taking care of it. We're taking care of ourselves sometimes. So how does that make you feel from the opposite end of things when say Tiffany's taking care of herself, instead of people pleasing you and instead of maybe doing your laundry or fill, filling out the paper, whatever it is, what, what does that work? How does that feel? And how do you work through that? If, if we can ask from a normie. So at first, like I said, it was a hard change because I was able to focus on anything I had to do. And she picked up the slack for me in every single aspect of yeah. my life. Yeah. And at first it was a hard adjustment, but then this, because I really valued her always and do to this day. And it was really huge for me to start watching her value herself. Mm. You know what I mean? But it did take me a while to adjust to that change in not having anything I asked for done right away. I was yeah. pretty spoiled. I still am, but it was almost like unhealthy. Yeah. Before. Do, you, do you respect her more because of that now, Chris? Definitely. Good. I still, I still would have certain days I'd take the old, uh, She'll do anything for me stuff. But uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, she's happier and healthier and our relationship's better. Absolutely. You know, it's yeah. funny because that that transition when it happened, um, there, there started to be kind of a disconnect. But 
you know, then we grew back stronger, you know, because we started to open up and talk about why, but that wouldn't have happened without a community of people where I could talk it through, right? With the community of people, like he has yes. the loved ones meeting and the loved ones group, right? He was able to work through that and process that, you know, and without those people, that would have been a big hurdle for us and probably maybe damaging. I, I know yes. it would have been because that's yeah. the biggest part of our relationship, but uh, now, so there was this kind of this process where I would say, no, that's not going to work or this, you know, I, I am not comfortable with that or whatever. And he'd still try to push the issue, mm -hmm. you know, and then that started to slow down and that started to slow down. And then now it's, you know, I rarely say no, but I will say we just had a situation with the 4th of July. I told you this ad 4th mm -hmm. of July to me is my biggest trigger. Yes. Biggest yeah, yeah. trigger. It's uh, a big time. And 4th of July in our community is like Christmas. Like mm. it's celebrated all year, all, all week. It's okay. a big deal. It's the biggest celebration. There's so many people, everything's going on. Well, I will tell you that's honestly, I would spend from when I was 11 to, and 13 years old, starting a week of just, that's where my addiction really kicked off. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my abuse. And so this year, he was like, yeah, I got so-and-so coming out. We're going to meet them and they're staying in a hotel and all this stuff. And I'm like, and in my side, I'm like, I didn't really want to participate in that. Mm. I don't know how to act in that environment yet. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to go out and hang out with a bunch of people right. that are drinking under a bancho. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm comfortable. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so we had to have this discussion of, you know, I, we need to talk about that first next time, instead of making assumptions that we're just on the same page. And then we were able to work through this as a couple and I grew and so did he because I did go and participate, but we had, you know, things set up in place. I talked to you first, Ed. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, I talked to just, there was so many things that had been set up um, to make it successful. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't successful, he was on the same page as me to, uh, to be supportive and just bail. Absolutely. Yeah. And so yeah. we had an exit strategy yeah. and it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And it that's, worked. that's, that's, that's and healthy boundaries. Healthy yes. boundaries. That's it. That's it. I want to shift gears here a little bit, guys. We only got we got a couple minutes left, and I know Bambi have some questions, but um, Kathy, uh, Camden, Kathy brought up uh, a great uh, point here. Take care, Chris. Good seeing you again. Um, uh, humility as our guide to move out of ourselves towards others and towards God. Right. Yes, absolutely. That is so true, man. Like the minute we get out of ourselves and we help other people, how humbling is that? Number one, how fulfilling is that? Number two. And, and also, you know, I, I, I always, I, I like to tell stories, right. And cause they relate to things. So I was driving home from a camping trip, a winter camping trip and I had some pain going on and I talked to my sponsor and he said, Eddie, he goes, you've been talking about this goddamn pain for the last three weeks. He said, what are you doing to help somebody else? I'm thinking to myself, what the hell are you talking about? I'm telling you about a pain I had. I'm he goes, pain. get out of self. Get out of self and that yes. pain will fucking go away. Call, he goes, call, call your son. Call your grandson. Call somebody. Work with another, another uh, addict or alcoholic. You'll, and and I, you know what? He was right. I had to humble <laughs> myself and say he was 100% yeah. right. Absolutely. And that pain went away. That pain went I've away. I've had major career life changes over the past couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And yeah. so has Chris and it, and I've had to, without this step and being, having such a close connection with God, I wouldn't have understood that this is just a plan for me. I'm just yes. accepting where my two feet are planted. Yeah. We had God that has a plan. Again last night, I was like, 
you know, to Chris, just let God in, right? Let other people in, you know, there's a plan for you. You have to let this be a close relationship and rely on God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bambi, I know you have a couple questions um, that, that you wanted to talk about um, from a new, a newcomer's perspective. Let's, let's get into a couple of those questions before we go. You know, again, as a newcomer, you know, um, what, give me like examples of how, when, which, oh, okay. In which you humbled yourself and God either removed a shortcoming or empowered you to deal with it. How, you know, just an example, because that's what new newbies want, you know, tell us like how, how that impacted you. How did you do it? Tiff, you want to answer that? Sure. So, um, I didn't, this was really difficult for me at first because I never had a relationship with God. Didn't understand it. Didn't know what was going to do. So the first time when I actually like got into a situation where I said something out loud, you know, I, I said out loud, you know, God, take this anxiety away from me. Mm. I, I don't need to feel like this anymore. Can you please help me? It was really hard for me to say that out loud. I was driving and um, it was gone. It was mm-hmm. just gone. Mm-hmm. I, I just had this different level of acceptance. It wasn't some like, you know, a big bang theory that happened or something, you know, nothing, the, the clouds didn't part, nothing happened, but I felt better. And I started to do that and trust more and more. And I, at first I was embarrassed, but I worked through that again, that embarrassment of like, mm-hmm. you know, that's another character defect, right? Mm-hmm. Self-aware all the time. Don't, don't hang your ass out, Tiffany, right? Don't let anybody catch you doing anything trust, wrong. Trust issues, trust bad. issues. Yeah. yeah, trust issues. Yeah. And the more I started doing it, the easier it got. Yeah. It was, oh, it was so, it's been just liberating. Yeah. Liberating it to is. just accept that this is, there's a plan. There's yeah. a plan. I yeah. know I'm a good person. I know I am. And things yeah. are going to come through for me. They and they will. have. Yeah. And every time they do now, mm-hmm. beyond my wildest dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to agree with it's you on incredible. that. You just, you just have to accept it and, and just, um, you know, kind of, kind of get over it, move through it because, you know, here's the thing, guys, everybody has problems in life. Everybody's, everybody has ups and downs and life isn't, life isn't, we're not living on you know, the roller coaster, right? I don't even care if you, you have a billion dollars in the bank. You're, you're a, a celebrity. They have major problems too. They just got Absolutely. more money and then they got more exposure. You know, we should yeah. be blessed not to have that. You know, everybody yeah. has anxiety. Yeah. People have anxiety. People have depression. You're, there's a lot of shit that goes on, but if we can get, again, if we can get out of ourselves, we can get out of self, and humble ourselves, that'll take a lot of it away. It really will. I love Step what Kathy seven. just wrote in here too. It's about letting others help you who can mm. help. Yes. And that was a big thing too. Letting others help me was a big thing. But, and But it's so, so, so liberating. Yeah. So but, liberating. But how hard was it at first to have somebody oh help you? Like asking somebody for no help. Way. Right? No, no, I've been running way. my own show my whole life. What do you I know. What? Yeah, I know. Absolutely I know. not. I, I, my biggest statement was, I've made it this far on my own. I'll That's make right. it farther. Make it, right? yes. you know? <laughs> Who are you to tell me? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, that before. But, you know, and that still creeps up once in a while, you know? Um, but now that, whereas my self-awareness, my hyper self-awareness used to be at a critical standpoint, a very negative. Now my self-awareness has turned to a positive. You yeah. know, I'm using that as an asset now where, okay, I could do that. I'm aware of myself now. Let's see where we can, we can turn the style just to, just a little bit, yeah. but you have to take the leap. And it's like, it's, 
it's very uncomfortable in the beginning, very mm -hmm. uncomfortable, but you just oh, do yeah. it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You just got to do it. Now's a good question, Bammy. Um, what's your, what's your view on that question? Um, well, I, and I love, you know, what Kathy said, reaching out to others, you know, yeah. um, connecting with others again. But, um, I think when you can, um, when you can use, you like, when you said, when you're feeling like one of your shortcomings are coming up, reaching out, um, doing something else for someone else, you know, mm -hmm. really kind of that, makes yeah. you not focus on that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it takes goes away, away that obsession yeah. or yeah. that, yeah. you know, yeah. Here, here's, here's a trick that I use when, when I'm, when I'm like either in, in anxiety and I shouldn't say an anxiety attack, but in, in my head or thinking differently or whatever, if I walk into a store, mainly Starbucks or whatever, I'll get it in line and I will buy the person behind me, whatever they're doing, whatever they're getting. Right. And sometimes I have Pay to hold my breath like, oh, my God, Starbucks can get expensive. I had some 40, 50 bills in Starbucks by doing this. <laughs> but but and, and I don't like to announce that I do this, but this is just one way of humbling ourselves, of really making ourselves at, at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, everybody's trying to go find me so they can buy them something. Yeah, but, everybody but follow it around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here's the point, guys. You don't tell people that you do this, okay? And that's the humbling part of it. Yes, the only reason I'm bring no, the I'm only reason I'm bringing this up is just this is some of the stuff that gets me out of myself. So mm -hmm. that guy behind me and, and or that woman behind me, when you say you're going to go pay for their stuff, they have the biggest smile on their face. They they or I can pay. I know you can pay it, but this is what I'm doing. I want to just, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And, you know, damn well, it made them happy because if somebody bought me a four dollar cup of coffee, I'd be fucking happy too. number yeah. one. Number two, it makes me happy when I walk away that I didn't. Well, that I, used right? to make me feel uncomfortable too, accepting things from others, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. even just like gifts, compliments, whatever. Yeah. Now I can humbly say thank you, yes. you know, because yeah. it's I don't want to take that away from them either. Exactly. It makes them feel good. And if they want to, I, I shouldn't be making assumptions that they can't or yep. it's, you know, whatever. You I know, agree. There's a lot of things I don't want to take. I don't want to take their 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 part in this way either from exactly, them. Exactly. Exactly. Bambi, one more question because we're going to have to go. This is this is actually go, going good. I have a date with my wife at the beach today. So as you guys can see, I do have my I have my I have my bathing suit on here, too. So I'm ready to go. I'm ready to jump in a Jeep and go. So but but I but this, I don't want to kind of break the mojo that we're having here because this is a good episode. So Bambi, yeah. what what other what other uh, give us another question? How do you handle, and this is a big one for me, when you have asked God to remove these shortcomings, how do you wait until he removes them? You know, how do you deal with that span in between? Because it's on his time, not ours. So you may ask today, but you may have carried that character defect for another year or five years or uh, it's on God's time. How do so you wait? So sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, the promises, right? That's that. I think that is, I use sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly through everything, right? Every part of my life. But here's the thing. When we humbly ask him to remove these shortcomings, if we're sincere about it and we put the work into it, they can be removed immediately, right? Mm -hmm. They can be moved immediately is what I find right. because then we don't have to stay up here in our fucking brain and our noggin thinking that this is it. I'll call my sponsor. You know, if it's something's really bothering me, if I get on my knees in the morning, ask God to remove my shortcomings. Um, and if that doesn't work, I'll call my sponsor and he'll get me out of self. And if, sure. and if I, if I, if I do service work, if I get on a podcast, if I get on a meeting, 
I'll be honest with you, Bambi, it usually goes away immediately. Yes. When you wait. When there's relief. Oh, there's relief. Yeah, that's that's actually actually perfect. That, yeah, there was that's relief. Perfect. Yeah. But here's the I thing. Use, oh, go ahead. Here's the thing. If if you don't see relief, and I like that word. Thanks, Tiff. If you don't see relief immediately, you're not working your program. You right. just can't get on your knees and ask for 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 you know relieving by shortcomings. Well, you just, just can't do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just said, like I, what was programmed into me was was number one. You know, I pray to God. That's yep. the first thing when I'm asking, right? And if I don't get instant gratification, which is always what I want, right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I remember, I'm not using him as a pinch hitter anymore, right? Yep. I'm just trusting. So I ask God. Um, the I, I have to trust the others. That's been written. That's worked for everybody else, right? And sometimes yep. quickly, sometimes slowly. So yep. I have to remember that it's worked. There's proof. It's working. Yep. There's proof. Yes. It's it's happened before yep. me for years, yep. right? But yep. then call my sponsor. My mm -hmm. sponsor's like, get on a meeting, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm on a meeting, right? right? And then if that doesn't share on the meeting, if you if it's necessary, and if you don't share on the meeting or don't or can, and it's still not gone or you haven't had some relief, you help with somebody else. Mm -hmm. Wow, somebody all else. get out of self, isn't that what right. you're talking about, Tiff? Bam, 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 <laughs> right in the row, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But I had to learn that because I didn't have patience. That was another short company I, yeah. coming. I love instant gratification. Yes, That's why yeah. the drugs, yeah. right? Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, one reason. Yeah. Yeah. So number one, pray. Trust that it's happened for you. But try, pray. Call your sponsor. Get on a meeting, right? Or go to a meeting. Speak at the meeting if you need to or share at mm. the meeting if you know you need to. And then if that doesn't work, you better start helping somebody else. Get out of yourself. Action, start writing action, a letter to somebody. Action, do action. whatever. Action, yep. action, action. Yeah, that's what it is. Action. If you if you expect to sit on your couch and think your shortcomings are going to go away by by you saying your prayer by doesn't by work. watching, it doesn't work. It doesn't, no, work. doesn't go, work. Go do something for somebody. Go say hello. Walk down the street. If you want to feel good about yourself, take a walk around your neighborhood and say hello to everyone you pass by. Okay. Yep. And don't be upset if they don't say or hello or wave back because that because it's going to happen sometimes. You're there to help. You're there to just to keep your side of the streets clean and say hello. And I guarantee you, after you say hello to five people, and he's always said this before, and nobody ever came back on his challenge. After you say hello to five people, you're going to feel fucking great. I guarantee right. it. Let me know if you do it, yeah. because I guarantee Smile you're going to feel hello. great. Yes, absolutely. So. Smile and say hello. Absolutely. It's actually a cognitive behavioral therapy uh, technique mm -hmm. to use your smiling and stay, saying hello to someone, and mm -hmm. it will make you feel better. Laughing, absolutely. even if yeah. you don't have anything to laugh at, laughter yep. will do it. There's oh, crazy yeah. things. I've yeah. never had to use all five of them for one thing. I can tell you that, Bambi. Yeah. Not all yeah. Right. I've absolutely. gotten relief. And from almost immediately. Absolutely. Within well, guys, the first, getting to the meeting. Yeah. Well, guys, it's beach time. I hate to break up this this uh, party that we're having here, but it's beach time for me. And um, I like to thank uh, YouTube ladies for uh, a wonderful show. This this turn completely turned out a, a different kind of way uh, uh, than, than I ever expected. And um, it's just it's just crazy how, how things go. And, you know, in my mind, what, what you know, we're going to talk about step seven. I had everything planned, written down exactly what I say. And it went completely different. Right. That's how life is. That's completely how life is. And it's it's crazy. But, um, you know, I, I appreciate this. I hope the listeners have um, gotten um, a lot out of this. And I believe next week we're going to talk about tradition seven. Is that correct, Tiff? 
Yes, Tradition 7. Tradition 7. Anybody know what it is? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me. I'd botch well, it up if I started saying it. Tradition 7. Let me look it up. Hold on. 10, 9. Come on, where's 7? Here it is. Tradition 7 is every AA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining so outside. Yes. So That's that exactly is what it. we are. So yes. Dion wanted to say that, but I thought I'm too new. I don't, I, I'm wrong. You know, <laughs> never, my first thought you're is not I'm wrong. wrong. Never you're doubt wrong. yourself. Never Take doubt yourself. Take a chance, Bambi. Take a chance. <laughs> God. So guys, um, I'm closing. Anybody have any closing words on step seven? Because this will be the last show we're doing on step seven. No, but this is Good. a step working in progress all the time for the rest of our all life. And it's life changing. So yeah. don't skimp on it. Nope, not at all. And Take it uh, serious. get on your knees, pray, and then put it in action. Get out of self. I think that's that's the best thing to do. So guys, great show. Ladies, great show, I should say. Tiff, um, thank you for joining us from that car show. It looks yes. great. Great background there. We love it. And um, uh, next week, we'll we'll talk about Tradition 7. And stay sober, everybody. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oh, we got a, who's this? Uh, Anne Marie says, I've been catching up on your YouTube and I love you guys. Also, my maiden name is Chancho. Hey, Anne Marie. Oh, wow. Where are you from, Anne Marie? That's not a, that's not like a normal last name. That's not like no. Smith or Jones, no. right? No. I, I had that from yeah. somebody else just recently, too. Somebody else said that day. You're welcome, Kathy, Camden, Kathy. We love you. Thank you for showing up. Did you get your book yet, Kath? Kathy won the um, the life recovery workbook we uh, we were giving away last week. So Staten Island, Brooklyn, Staten Island. Okay, all right. Um, I don't know. I'm sure related somehow. Achantra is not a common name. <laughs> no, it certainly isn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Emery, email me or get me on Facebook. Um, uh, we could talk a little bit. Uh, uh, Ed Chancho or help at friends. Number. Yeah. Get my phone number. 215-694-1994. I give it out to the world anyway. So uh, give me a call, text me or email me at help at friends in recovery podcast.com. And I'll get back to you. So thank you guys for everything. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys. You. Tip. Don't go away. I'm going to stop this live streaming. Yep. And we have to finish that. And uh, thank you, Facebook Live. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for being there for us. This concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week.